Hey, Bob here, and welcome back to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast, where we give network marketers the mindset, strategies, and skills that you need to build the business and life of your dreams. Hey, Bob here. Welcome back to the show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the skill of coaching. And I want to explain to you an important distinction for you as a leader to understand in your business. And that is the difference between teaching and coaching. And I'm going to be sharing with you an argument as to why I feel a lot of you have struggled when it comes to creating other leaders on your team because you've been focused just on teaching and training, and you haven't understood what coaching is, how to do it, and the importance of it in terms of growing a successful business. So we're going we're gonna to break all that down for you today. I've got a couple of big announcements. Uh, the first of which, if you've been listening to the show, I'm happy to report that uh, Shannon gave birth to our second son last week, James Preston, aka JP. Everything went amazingly well. The labor and delivery was a breeze for her, thankfully. We've all adjusted. Grayson is really loving being a big brother. We were a little unsure how he was going to take to the baby because he can be a little possessive about mommy sometimes, but he has just been obsessed with him. So that's been really cool. Shannon's mom has been staying with us, which has definitely made things easier because it's allowed her and I to get some sleep, which allows me to do things like this, record podcast episodes for you um, without having to have an IV of coffee. So, <laughs> But I'll tell you, the birth was incredible. And any of you that have more than one child can kind of probably relate to this where Shannon and I, you know, we talked a lot about how, and she shared how this pregnancy was different from her because with Grayson, she she really had a connection to him through the pregnancy process and because she was just really present to him because it was her first child and, and how could you not be? But with JP, it was different because Grayson was here and she had to tend to him and, you know, we love him so much. And so her comment was, you know, I didn't feel the same way about him because I was so focused on Grayson and because she was worried and we both were kind of worried about how having a second child was going to affect him and we didn't want him to feel left out. And the one thing that we really struggled with was this idea of how can you possibly love another child as much as you love your first, right? Like you just struggle with like, how do, how could you possibly have room in your heart? And you hear other people talk about it changes when they come, but it, you don't really understand it until they are here. And what was really cool was you know, the experience of her giving birth and you hear all these people talk about, you know, you're get it when you, when you have them, but you really don't get it until you do. And literally that very first moment that I held him in my arms, you finally get it. You finally begin to understand that love really does know no boundaries. It's an infinite resource that's available to us all. And, you know, we just felt so blessed, you know, this blessing from God to give us the second child. And it's like the moment you hold them, it's like your heart instantly doubles in size. And then you finally do get it that you can love another human being as much as you love your first. And it's been such a cool experience. And it's so exciting to see our little family, you know, growing and together. And it really makes me start thinking differently about, you know, thing topics like love and giving and how so many times we 
We have from a place of scarcity sometimes we're afraid to give too much because we feel like we'll exhaust that resource. And it's just made me realize it's impossible. You can't give too much. There's an infinite amount of love and out there. And, you know, it's just been a really kind of cool experience. So, so anyway, I'll, I'll keep you updated, obviously, on all the good, bad, and ugly with having the second child. I know it's going to come with a whole new set of challenges, but look, it is what it is. So, all right, enough about me. Let's get into the episode today because I'm really excited. And, and as you can see, this episode is being published on a Monday. We usually publish on Tuesdays, and there's an important reason why, because my second big announcement is this. My brand new coaching program, Next Level Leadership, is now open for the first time ever. You can enroll into this program. I'm going to put the link in the show notes. It's nextlevelleadership.com. But if you've not been listening and you haven't heard about this, Next Level is my high-level coaching program for successful network marketing leaders wanting to scale their business beyond six figures. Now, let me explain to you what that means. Beyond six figures could mean for some of you, finally breaking the six-figure mark. For some of you, you're already at six figures. So it's going to be helping to teach other people on your team how to make six figures. And it's going to help you begin to understand what it's going to take for you to go from six figures a year to six figures a month. And I will tell you, that is a radically different mindset when it comes to you and what you do. But what I've done with this program, I've created a cohesive growth strategy to help you get you there. And so if you've ever in the past wanted, you know, the idea of being able to coach directly with me, this is the program where you'll get access to me on that level. We focus on three key areas. Number one by far is mindset coaching. What I have learned, it's interesting for and any of you that are a little more successful in your business, you'll totally relate to this. What winds up happening is this. When we first start, we deal with all these mindset issues, right? We have these limiting beliefs, these negative thoughts. We've got to work our way through that. But eventually we figure it out and we start to have success and things are growing and they're going well. But eventually what happens is we kind of hit a wall and things start to slow. And some of those same mindset issues that were there in the beginning start popping up again. And it's a very dangerous thing for leaders to get stuck in this space because unless you learn how to what we talk about, master your own mind, you're never going to get to your full potential. So what I've come to learn is for a lot of you, the biggest obstacle you have is yourself. And here's what I found. The only limitation to you creating the business and the life that you truly want, the one that you dream about, is the story that you tell yourself about how it is or isn't possible. So the main thing we do in this program is we give you the mindset coaching you need to break free from these things that are holding you back. The second thing we focus on in Next Level are goal achievement strategies. See, I know most of you are probably pretty good at setting goals for the people that are on your team and working on helping them achieve them, but you're probably not very good at setting and achieving goals yourself. Some of you have lost sight of the bigger vision of why you're here, the, you know, something to get you passionate about, right? What is that 
end goal for you. You maybe you've hit that rank that you were shooting for for so long, and and you don't have that vision beyond where you are to get you excited and 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 get you out there on fire again. And we help you develop that. We help you get clear on the vision. We teach you how to start thinking bigger, and we give you the strategies and the training to help you start achieving those goals faster. Because the third thing we do is we give you high level leadership training. We talk about topics that, quite frankly, are not relevant to people that are just starting out. We've created a community of people that are all around the same level, and we dive into topics that are relevant to you that can help you get to that next level, whatever that is. I'll give you a good example. One of the programs that I've created inside of this coaching program that you'll get access to when you join is an advanced level systems course. So I go through a systems training through a leadership lens to help you make the necessary tweaks to start growing your teams faster. But anyway, it's 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 an incredible program. I'm really excited about being able to serve some of you and help you get uh, things going faster. And if you've already taken our leadership assessment, if you have come back as a phase three or a phase four or five leader, this is the program specifically for you. Definitely check it out. But in the spirit of this big announcement and under the idea of coaching, I wanted to talk to you about coaching because I think it's a really important topic. And I also believe that for many of you, this is the missing ingredient in your business and in your life right now. And I mean this on two different levels. First, I believe that most of you are lacking a coaching relationship to help you grow and reach your full potential. Because the reality is this, we'll never do it on our own. And the second way that I mean this is that if you haven't yet developed the skill of coaching to help people on your team grow and reach their full potential, that's going to hold you back as well. And I'll just tell you this, if you've struggled creating strong, independent leaders on your team, this is almost certainly the reason why. Learning how to become an effective coach is a must if you want to build a business that someday gives you total freedom. And here's the reason why. Most of you have already figured out you can't do this on your own. You are going to run yourself ragged. You are going to burn out trying to do it on your own. You've got to get good at developing other strong leaders. And this is where the skill of coaching comes in. I want to handle an objection sometimes that I know comes up, which is really nothing more than a limiting belief. It's this idea that some of you probably have that, well, Bob, I don't think I have what it takes to be a good coach, right? I don't know that I really have what it takes to help somebody get to my level. I've not been able to do that yet. Well, I want to point out to you, it's simply, this is simply not true. And it is a limiting belief that you must learn to overcome. I'm telling you, every single one of you has the potential to become a great coach. You have the ability to develop the skill of coaching. People are not born great coaches. And here's what you need to get clear on. You've already accomplished something by being where you are that 99% of the other people on your team have not yet done. And all you're doing through coaching is teaching them how to get there. Now, some of you may be thinking this, well, well, Bob, I don't even really, I'm not even sure if I know what I did to get here. 
Well, that's part of the skill of coaching. Part of the skill of coaching is identifying what you did, learning how to document it, to simplify it, to turn it into a process or a system and begin to teach and coach people through that system. So that's what we're going to kind of help you start to do here in this episode. I want to start off by making a distinction. I want to explain the difference to you between teaching and coaching. It's critical that you understand this because in my experience, most network marketing leaders that I've worked with are good teachers, but they're terrible coaches. So let's talk first about teaching. Teaching is mostly concerned with the acquisition of new knowledge. It's training. It's skills-based training. A teacher uses their knowledge and experience to help people learn and ultimately become more knowledgeable about their subjects. So teaching is focused on learning. And here's the key part. With teaching, the ownership of change lies mostly with the teacher, right? So think of it like this. You're teaching and training a new person that comes onto your team. They don't know anything to do about your business. They don't know how to prospect. They don't know how to follow up. They don't know how to present. So it's your job as a teacher to give them the skills and the training they need to be able to go out and create a result. And I would venture to guess for those of you that are more advanced in your business, you've mastered the skill of teaching and training. You you can't not be successful without doing that. So what that means is, You can sit down with a new person. You can onboard them or get them started and help them get off to a good start, right? And that's a skill that is a necessary one for people. So teaching is important. But here's the thing is that as people begin to progress in their development, they rank up, they start to become more of a leader. Teaching alone is not enough, And I'm going to explain to you why. But let's go talk a little bit more about teaching because I want to really have you understand the difference between teaching and coaching. Teaching, although it can be done one-on-one, for most of you, it's probably being done more in a group setting right now. So think about things like your team Zooms or your Facebook groups that you're going live or live on your page or your profile. All these things are examples of a teaching, right? One of the things that makes teaching a little bit less effective for people that are more advanced in their growth is this. Teaching has very low levels of accountability. It just involves with you telling or going through the steps, but that's usually where it ends for most people. And what I have found, aside from maybe in an initial hour or so that somebody might spend with a new person, most network marketing systems of training are designed to just do that, just teach and train skills to the the people on their team. And here's one of the big problems that comes up with this is what we know about teaching and training and what we know about the human mind is this. Humans don't remember very well, right? Research shows that on average, 50% of the information that people receive in a, in a training or a presentation, they forget it within an hour. And within 24 hours, on average, 70% of that is gone. Within one week, 
Statistics have shown that 90% of what somebody learned, they no longer remember. So here's the problem that some of you are running into because you only have created a system that teaches and trains, and you're only focused on delivering the information in that manner. This is part of the reason why a lot of the people on your team, although they may be seeing early success, they're getting stuck because they've kind of hit a wall in terms of their own development and growth. Now, let's compare all of that to coaching. So the role of a coach is to help you refine and develop the skills that you have already learned. And one of the things, when we talk about coaching and leadership, these two terms are often kind of used hand in hand. Here's one of the things that's so important to understand about leadership and coaching. It's repetition. Leadership is repetition. Coaching is repetition. It's having to reinforce the same basic information over and over and over again enough times so that people eventually begins to sink in. If you teach somebody something only once or twice, you might as well never teach it to them. You've got to have a system in place that repeats these important concepts until they finally begin to take root in people. But here's the thing about coaches that makes them different. Coaches help people to help themselves. See, if you're being coached by someone, here's what you're assuming. You've already got the knowledge that you need. And for any of you that are more advanced in your business, I'm telling you, this is the case for you. See, when you think about yourself, and you think about some of the people on your team that are more advanced in their development, I bet the last thing that you or they need is to read another book or to listen to another podcast, which is kind of funny for me saying that given you're listening to my podcast. But the last thing you need to do is go watch another training video. Look, you already have everything you need to create the business and the life that you want. So what I'm trying to say is for most of you, you don't have a knowledge problem. You have an execution problem. You have a lack of clarity on what the steps are to take to get you to that next level. And here's the other thing that's probably holding you back. You are lacking a coaching relationship in your life. You don't have anyone that can give you the support and the clarity and the direction that you need to go to that next level. And I'll tell you, this more than anything is the number one reason why I created Next Level Leadership. Because I know that this is missing in so many people's lives. This is the very thing that held me back for years in my own business, right? I wanted to provide a program that could give the support to any of you that need it to be that coaching relationship to you in your business and in your life if you don't have anyone else that you feel you can turn to. Because here's what I know about a lot of you that are more successful. You probably surpassed your sponsor and upline in rank, Right. And maybe you don't have a mentor that you can relate to or that has the same values or philosophies that you do. And you're lacking that guidance. And you may or may not realize this yet, but that's a big reason why you've stopped growing. 
So when we start to understand the importance of a coach, that it's not only to help us begin to grow and to help us start to you know continue to the journey to reaching our full potential, but it helps us begin to develop the skill to do the same thing with others. Because what I have found is this. One of the number one ways that I became a better coach is by having a coach of my own, understanding what it meant to be coached. Because one of the key things that coaching does is this. It doesn't focus so much on training. It focuses on development. And I'll tell you, there is a big difference between training and development. Now, you need both. You need to have teaching and training to instill the basic skills that somebody needs to be successful. But you also need development to help people master and refine the application of those skills, teaching them how to take action, holding them accountable, giving them the feedback that they need to become better and to grow. And that's where a coaching relationship comes in. Right When you have a coach, the ownership of change falls on the student. And this is a really, really big difference because a coach, what it will do, an effective coach will challenge you and help you find the blind spots that are holding you back. It, they will teach you that you already have the information inside of you you need. You just need to get clear on how to find it. And the way that a coach helps you find it is by asking you questions and helping you engage in critical thinking and tapping into the power of your own mind to solve your own problems, to stop looking for other people to do that for you for so long. Because let's be real, that's what a lot of you have been doing. You've been hiring people and buying courses hoping they'll fix you. And my only question to you is, how's that worked out so far? Because here's the reality. Nobody's going to fix you except for yourself. You got to start taking responsibility for your own success. And you got to learn what it means to fix yourself. And this is what coaching will do for you. So my whole point in sharing this with you is this. Coaching is a very different thing, right? Coaching is development-focused. It facilitates critical thinking. It helps you access the information you already have inside of you. It gives you clarity to know what to do, which then gives you the confidence to take action. And it has high levels of accountability. Now, coaching is typically reserved only for people that are more advanced in their business, right? Because it is a little bit more of an intensive process and not everybody is ready for that. But I'm telling you, finding a coach for yourself and developing the skill of coaching will completely change your life. Let me just share with you <clears throat> briefly how it's done that for me. And maybe you can relate to my story. So for a very long time in my own business, I was stuck. I was right around the six-figure level in my business, which, listen, was an incredible thing that I accomplished for myself. And it was something that I dreamt about for a very long time. And it also, honestly, was something I never thought I'd be able to do. But there I was after several years. I was there, right? But what happened to me was I hit a major roadblock. And I was stuck at that level literally for years in my business. And I did what most people did. I looked for other people to try to solve my problems. I bought all the courses. I, you know, hired coaches and, and it didn't matter what I did. Nothing really seemed to work for me. And here's the other problem that I was having is that even though I had success and I was where I wanted to be, I wasn't able to help other people do the same. 
I didn't really have anybody else on my team that was anywhere near my level of success or freedom. And what happened was that really started to have me question my ability as a leader over time. And there I was, I was just stuck in this cycle of just consuming training and coaching and content, looking outside of me for the help. And no matter what I did, I was working hard. I applied everything. Nothing really seemed to make a difference. And here's the thing is that started to become a real issue for me. And I really started to feel very, very kind of like alone because I didn't feel like I had anybody that I could talk to about this that understood my same problems. And I lost the passion for what I was doing. And I found myself just going through the motions. And I knew that that was a problem because I wasn't feeling fulfilled anymore about my business. And what I didn't understand at the time was that was actually having an impact on me working with my team. I'd be spending time pouring into people, teaching and training them, but it would never really yield the results that I wanted, right? I'd spend hours teaching a new person and then without fail over and over again, they'd maybe see a little bit of success, but they'd always fizzle out. I didn't have these strong independent leaders on my team that I know I needed. And at the time, I didn't understand why, but now it's very clear to me. I was at a point that many leaders get to where I hadn't yet understood the importance of coaching. And I hadn't yet developed the skill of being a coach. And what happened was I actually became a lid on the growth of my own team. I was the thing that was holding people back. I had all these blind spots, these things that... It was like, I didn't even know what I didn't know. I didn't know I had these negative thoughts and limiting beliefs that were holding me back. It wasn't until I hired a coach that they pointed out to me that these things even existed. I couldn't even see them, right? I didn't know that I didn't have the right skills or strategies to get to that next level. And the thing that gave these to me was having a relationship with a coach. And when I finally made the decision to do that, And I started becoming aware of just all these things that were all, they were right in front of me, but I just couldn't see them because we get so stuck in our own pattern and story and bad habits. It's not until we have somebody else that can point that out to us. And here's the other thing. Most of our problems are our mindset. And it's really hard to coach yourself on mindset. It's almost impossible unless you've got somebody that can give you the necessary insight to start that process. And when I finally start to understand this and and I had a coach and it started to teach me how to become a better coach to my team, that's when my business and my life changed. And what I really hope that I can do for some of you is I really hope that I can begin this process for you. I hope that I can raise your awareness around the difference between being a teacher and a coach and really make the argument for why, look, even if it's not me, Whatever. I mean, you you need to choose somebody to be your coach that you relate to, right? That you share those same values with, that you truly believe can help you. So whether that's me or somebody else, maybe you're lucky enough to have someone in your upline that can do it for you. You need to have a coach in your life. You need to be in a relationship with somebody that can push you and challenge you. So if all I do is just open your eyes to, hey, maybe I need to start working with my upline a little bit better, then great. Or maybe if you don't have that person to go to, then maybe I could be that person for you. And this next level leadership is really the program that I've created to do that with. But here's what I want to do. I want to give you two of probably the 
biggest insights that I had when it came to coaching that helped me start to be a better coach, okay? I wanna share with you two different important concepts that can help you in this area. Here's the first. Being an effective coach requires you to lead with love. Now, some of you are like, okay, cool, I got that, right? I love my team, right? I lead with love. You think you understand what that means, but I'm here to tell you most of you don't really understand what it means because a lot of you have actually been failing the people on your team as a leader and as a coach because you've been unwilling to really step in to what often we call the tough love side of leadership. See, here's what's interesting for most leaders. We say we love our teams and we do have great relationships, right? Our teams are like our family. They're our sisters. They're our brothers. They're our friends. That's, they're our tribe. These are the people we want to spend time with. We do everything with these people. And, you know, we, we've got these great relationships, but here's what winds up happening. It's a phenomenon that I actually call the relational roadblock. The relational roadblock is when the relationships that you have with the people on your team actually get in the way of you leading them effectively. And what winds up happening is we shy away from these things that we categorize as like, and I'm making air quotes now, tough love. And you know what these things are. Things like confronting people when they do something harmful to their growth, when they don't do what they say they were going to do, and you know that that's hurting their development and growth. We shy away from things like um, accountability, setting boundaries, systems, having expectations, because all of these things kind of feel scary to us. And here's the reason why. We don't realize this, but we shy away from these things because we have an unconscious limiting belief that if we do these things, that we will push people away, that we will actually damage our relationships. A lot of this fear for some of you stems from issues of unworthiness or abandonment that you may have had in your earlier childhood years that is manifesting itself in these relationships you have with the people that are on your team. But we tend to not do this, these kinds of things for the fear that we're going to lose people or push them away. And one of the things that I learned in coaching and that I want you to understand is it's actually exactly the opposite. See, in my mind, there is no such thing as tough love. It's just love. And all the things that you're calling tough love really are a requirement of leading with love. Because if you love someone and you are leading with love, what that means is it doesn't mean you affirm them all the time and tell them what they want to hear and be their friend. Because when you truly love someone, what it means is you're willing to sometimes be a good enough friend to tell them things that they're not going to want to hear and that they may hate you for in the moment. See, if you truly care for your people and you lead from a place of love, you're not afraid to call people out when they do something wrong, right? You're not afraid to confront them or hold them to task when they haven't done something they said they were going to do, right? It's just like children. Like we're not, you know, as a parent, my goal is I don't want to be my child's friend. I want to be their parent. I want them to know that I love them, but I demonstrate that love 
by shaping their character, by being the bad person sometimes. You know, and a lot of you are doing this in your relationships with your children, but you're not doing it with your team. And that is holding them back. People need this from you. They need this discipline. They need this structure. They need this support. At least your best people do. And the fact that you haven't been willing to step into this yet This is part of the reason why your people are struggling. Now, you don't do this with all your people. We're just talking about your best people. We're just talking about the people on your team that are the most committed and out there doing the work. You need this. And when you look at the best leaders in this profession, they all possess the same quality. They are unwavering when it comes to taking a stand for people. They are not afraid to step in and have those difficult conversations, right? The best leaders, and this is what you need to do, you need to be willing to sacrifice your own comfort for the benefit of helping other people. And this is what coaches do. This is what the skill of coaching requires. See, great coaches, they practice what I like to call a carefrontational approach to help people get past the things that are holding you back. And here's what that means. It means they're going to kick you in the teeth, but they're going to do it in a way that you actually thank them afterwards, right? They're going to hit you with a velvet hammer. They're going to they're going to kick you in the stomach, but you're going to know that they're doing it because they care, Right, And that means having those uncomfortable conversations to help people get rid of those bad habits, to overcome those limiting beliefs, these things that we just can't see ourselves and the people on your team, they can't see it either. So that's the first thing I want to tell you. If you want to start to become a better coach, you got to really, really be willing to do these things. Here's the second thing that I've learned about coaching. This is an important one. In order for coaching to be effective, you have to work with the right people. And a huge mistake that I see a lot of leaders making is they either invest their time into the wrong people. And what I mean by that is they spend their time working with those that need but do not deserve their time. Here's what I mean. Those that need your time are the ones that are the uncommitted. They're the needy ones, right? These are the people that call you up and complain all the time and wind up doing nothing. And as leaders, we oftentimes, we have this small segment of people on our team that are our best people that deserve our time, but we don't give it to them because they don't need it. They go out and just do things on their own. And we turn around and we try to work with everyone else. And what winds up happening is we drive ourselves crazy because we wind up investing time into people that do nothing with it. And that's one of the easiest ways for you to start resenting and hating your business. See, you've got to learn how to start working with those that deserve your time. The problem with that is this. These are also the people that will probably never ask you for help because they don't want to bother you. Think about you, right? You probably don't like going to your upline because you don't want to bother them. You're like, I'll just figure it out on my own. But what winds up happening is you get stuck because you can't reach your full potential on your own. You need somebody to coach you through the process of growth. And if you feel that way, what makes you think the people on your team don't? So one of the first steps is you got to learn how to identify who the right people on your team are to start coaching, to enter into these relationships with. Here's the other thing. Last week, we opened it up to our existing students of the Legacy Leadership Academy first. And on our first ever group coaching call that we did, one of our members was on the call. 
she's a seven figure earner. She's been massively successful, but she's really struggling with a major mindset issue right now. And here's what it is. She has a person on her team that represents about 50% of her total volume that she has a very bad relationship with. And it has gotten her to the point, and this is literally years of this person like trying lashing out at her and trying to like talk bad about her in front of her team. Like it's just a really toxic relationship with her. And she's, listen, she's done everything in her power to try to make it better. It just hasn't worked. But what she's done is because she's tried to force this issue of working with this person, it's gotten her to the point where she's totally kind of removed herself from her business and from her team. And it's really started to question herself as a leader. So one of the things I had to work through her with was overcoming this limiting belief about her. But here was my advice to her, and here's why I'm bringing this up. You just have to understand and be okay with the fact that sometimes there will be people on your team that you are not going to get along with and that are not going to be coached by you and they're not going to work with you. And that is okay because one of the prerequisites is this. When working with the right people, you've got to work with people that you have chemistry with. You've got to like one another. You can't be in an effective coaching relationship with somebody that you don't get along with. As we look at this, here's what we realize. The reason why we struggle with this sometimes is ego. Ego starts to come into play when we have someone on our team that we feel they don't need our help. And it's very easy when this happens, when we think somebody doesn't need our help, it starts to have us question, well, does that mean maybe I haven't done things right? Or we go into all these conversations, start popping up about what have I not done right? Or have I not done right? And we start questioning ourselves. And it leads us into this kind of negative, toxic place that doesn't serve us in our business. So we have to learn to find the right people, but we also have to be okay with the fact that we just need to let some people go, right? We need to be able to let some people just be, and we need to be okay with the fact and not view it as a negative slight on us and our ability to lead when people don't want our support. But we also have to figure out who these people are. And here's why this is so important. If as a leader, you can learn how to start changing the way that you spend your personal time, what you're going to find is this. For some of you, you are only one or two coaching relationships away from changing your business almost overnight. One or two people that are on your team right now that you can start working with in a different way that will make a dramatic impact on their results, that's gonna turn your business around. Or maybe it's you entering in a coaching relationship. And and just as I did with our member this week, opening your mind up to some of the limiting beliefs and blind spots that you have that have been holding you back for years that you don't even realize. It's that clarity. It literally can happen that quickly. So all this kind of begs a question, and you may be asking yourself, okay, Bob, I get it. Coaching's important, but here's the thing. How do I figure out how to coach people, right? How do I design a system for coaching? How do I know for sure if someone's the right person? And when I do find the right person, what do I do and say to get them better results? How do I know what to look for in a potential coach? Well, I'm gonna show you exactly how to do that. See, if you choose to join Next Level Leadership, the very next training that we're doing is on this exact topic. Every single month, we do what we call a new training mission. We have 12 missions over the course of the year, and I've selected 12 different key skills or strategies that I know you need as a leader to continue to advance. Coaching is one of the most important skills. 
when you join our very next mission, which will come out on March 1st, so you'll get access to it as soon as it becomes available. We have other training in there when you join. I'll talk about that in a second, but it's on coaching strategies. And it's a four-part training, and I'm going to teach you how to do these four important things. Number one, I'm going to give you some foundations for effective coaching, right? Some different mindset and strategy issues on how to be a better coach. The second thing I'm going to teach you how to do is how to find the right people. I'm going to walk you through a very detailed process and assignments to help you start to look at your team and strategically find the right people to start with. I'm going to teach you then how to set up the coaching with that person, how to structure it, what to coach them on, what to hold them accountable for, give you an exact process to do that. And then the fourth thing I'm going to teach you how to do in this training is how to run your coaching with them. So we're going to go over how to structure and run calls. We've actually created a template and a framework that you can literally print up and use and run coaching calls and teach other people how to run coaching calls on your team. But here's the thing. These are not like the coaching calls you've done in the past where you just waste an hour on the phone with somebody and you keep having the same conversation over and over and over again. These are coaching calls unlike that you've never done before, that actually produce results, that motivate people to take action so they go out there, let go of the excuses, and finally start producing. That's what we're going to be teaching you how to do. So when you join, you get access to that, but then you also get access to me as your coach. You know, this Next Level Leadership is a program that I've dreamt about creating for years. It's actually, it's what I wish I had back when I was stuck around that six-figure mark and I couldn't break through and I didn't know what the problem was. This is the program I wish that I had, that I needed to get me to the level that I'm at today. So when you join, you've now got me as your personal coach. And when you do join, you'll also get access to a private Facebook group that we've created with other leaders just like you at your level. We've got some of the best and most talented network marketing leaders in the world that are already a part of this community. And the value that you're going to get from one another from being able to share in a safe place as yourself, not having to worry about your whole team be there and see, we're talking about people that get you. And that was part of my vision is to create a community where you could learn from one another. But we also have some great programs in there. I have a program on systems that I created, a high level systems program. It's called Beyond Six Figures and a mindset program. So I'm excited. I know we're going to change a lot of lives. If you're interested, just go to nextlevelleadership.com. You can enroll right now. Enrollment will be open through this week. And now, depending on when you're listening to this, enrollment may not be open. So if you go to Next Level Leadership, you can at least join the waitlist page and you'll be notified the next time we open for enrollment. So But having said all that, listen, whether you choose to join or not, whether you I'm your coach or you find somebody else to coach you, I just really want you to know you need a coach in your life. I will never not have a coach. If there is any area of my life that I want to learn and get better at, the first step that I take is find a coach that's already done what I want to do that can help me get there faster. So make sure you have a coach and also develop the skill of coaching. This is how you're going to change people's lives. This is how you're going to create six-figure earners on your team. So with that being said, thanks for being here, everybody. I love and appreciate you. I hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. And I really hope to see some of you inside of Next Level Leadership. Take care.